What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to Coffee Break. Jake Shapiro, Rachel Peel, live from Ball Arena as we have the NHL Stanley Cup final media day today. How stoked are you to be doing this in person at Ball? I mean, we see the Stanley Cup logos everywhere. There's all the media from Newfoundland. It's so exciting. I mean, what's more exciting than media from Newfoundland? <laughs> No joke. There's so many people down here. There's so many crews getting ready. A lot of excitement is starting to build as you walked around. Could you, you feel the nerves and the excitement? You know, I saw a couple abs players walk in just before you, Rachel, and you could kind of see they were looking around like, what's going on? Why are there so many people we've never seen before here? So there's definitely going to be some nerves today. I'm excited, though. So let's get into what we need to know about Tampa Bay. And I feel like the biggest topic is going to be the goalie matchup. Oh, my God. Andre Vasilevsky, the goaltender for Tampa Bay, they've won two straight Stanley Cups, and it's thanks in large part due to Andre Vasilevsky. Mm -hmm. He's a big goaltender, moves side to side very well. You can make the case that he's been the best goaltender since the turn of the century. He's just a phenomenal goalie, uh, and everything they do is because of him. He gives them the confidence to take chances on offense. But back on defense, you look at him, and in the last three games against the Rangers, they only allowed one goal a game. Mm -hmm. The Avs are going to struggle to score that many goals like they've been scoring all playoffs against him. I think the Avs this playoffs, and, and I might be wrong here, but the opposing goaltenders have like an 860 save percentage, and Vasilevsky has like a 920 over the course of the playoffs. So it's one of those, what's going to break first? You know, is it going to be Vasilevsky or the Avs scoring? And what's funny is we talk about how dominant this Avs team is in so many parts. Well, this is the one area where they're just not as dominant as every other team in the goaltender with Darcy Kemper or Francois. We aren't sure who's going to be starting. We're all pretty much assuming, though, Darcy Kemper. Yeah, I, I think it's Darcy. And, and I would actually caution you and say, yeah, of course they're not as dominant as Andre Vasilevsky and Darcy Kemper. But in the same sense, I really only think that in the NHL right now there's one or two elite goalies, and Vasilevsky is it. Like, mm -hmm. it's Vasilevsky and then a huge drop-off. Hockey's changed a lot where most of the money and development is actually spent on forwards and defensemen. And I don't think the Avs have that much of a goaltending disadvantage against anyone in the NHL but the Lightning. And I think Darcy Kemper, you know, there are permutations of him playing actually in this series. The Avs will have to give a third-round pick to the Arizona Coyotes if Darcy plays in more than 50% of these cup games and the Avs win it all. Uh, I'm sure Joe Sackett does not mind giving up a third-round pick to win the Stanley Cup. So there is that. Uh, Darcy is 6'4", a little bit bigger than Pavel Franzos. I think he's better at taking shots one-on-one. -on -one. I think his rebound control is a lot better. I also think his puck handling is a lot better than Pavel Franzos. But Pavel Franzos is just magic in there. Like, he makes some incredible saves. Um, so you got to feel good about the Avs going into the series because we know both both of their goaltenders winning Stanley Cup playoff games. Now, I think Darcy Kemper gives you a better shot to hoist the whole thing, but I think Pablo Francois is also capable, which I would not have said two weeks ago. We've actually had this conversation two weeks ago of you can't win it without Darcy Kemper. Well, here we are. Francois is 6-0 in the games that he's played, so really it's funny that we're even having this conversation of, oh, oh, you know, Andre Vasilevsky is a better goaltender, but we've got one that's 6-0, and and we've got Darcy Kemper, too, who has obviously led them to this point. Right, and Darcy Kemper is 6-2. and two. Like, yeah. the, I think the Lightning, you know, the Lightning uh, have lost, what, they lost two games last series. Mm -hmm. The Avs have lost two games the entire postseason. Uh, they lost three in the first round, and then they swept in the second round. So the Lightning are 12-5 and five to this point. The Avs mm -hmm. are 12-2, and two, which is pretty remarkable, honestly, that these teams are, have that much disparity between wins and losses because it feels like every single series in the NHL goes seven games. So it just goes to show you that this time of year, 
this year at least, we actually do have the best two teams facing off. And that's so unique for this finals. Like, rarely do we actually get the best two teams. This is so exciting because it's the Avs and the new and upcoming team. And then you've got the two-time back-to-back defending champions in the Tampa Bay Lightning. This is going to be a fun final. I'm so excited to be down here with you, Jake. We've also got Will Peterson here. We are also going to be doing Tuesday trivia later this afternoon, So, or later this morning, I guess, in a couple of minutes, 15-ish minutes. But we're going to have James Merrill hop on. He wants to defend his title. So make sure that you also stick around so you can join us. Test your knowledge on Tampa Bay and the Avalanche. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's now get into, though, how Tampa Bay's journey here to the final has actually been kind of similar to the Avalanche. Yeah, we just talked about it. 12 and 5 mm-hmm. versus 12 and 2. And in the New York Rangers, the they faced their probably their toughest opponent since the first round. The Florida Panthers were a cakewalk for them, even though they they won the President's Trophy this year. Uh, the New York Rangers. The jinx lives on. Uh, I mean, it really does. I mean, I'm looking up here at some of the President's Trophies 2020, 2021 Avs that did not turn out well for the Avalanche into the playoffs. But you know, the Rangers were a really good hockey team. They took them to six. But I go back to the first round. This team is not immortal. Like, we're living up the Tampa Bay Lightning like, oh, my God, this team, this team. And, yeah, this team, they won back-to-back cups first time in 20 years anyone's done that. They can win three straight for the first time since the Islanders in the 80s, which was 40 years ago. Like, this team's really good, right? They were in game six in Toronto Mm -hmm. down to their last second. Like, anything could have bounced differently in that game, and Toronto could be here today. Like, the Lightning needed an overtime game winner in Game 6 against Toronto to force Game 7, and then they won Game 7 because the Maple Leafs are cursed and aren't getting out of the first round. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's a whole other thing. So, yeah, I think the, the path the Lightning have been on has been a lot tougher than the Avs. Mm-hmm. I think the Lightning have faced two tougher opponents than the Avs have faced. You could make the case that every single opponent the Lightning have faced have been tougher than the Avs. Um, so I'm really interested to see because I think the Avs' first time playing you know, a really hard team is right now. Like St. Louis was not that challenging of a hockey team. I thought the Avs just played bad in a couple of those games. So uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how the Avs step up their game for this task. But yeah, like you said, Rachel, the Avalanche journey in the Lightning jersey uh, journey through this uh, playoffs, similar but different in some ways. Mm-hmm. What's funny about that St. Louis series that you mentioned is we were all so nervous about it, right? It was like, oh my gosh, is the second round boogeyman. It had really nothing to do about the opponent in St. Louis, but all about being the second round. Yeah, it, it, it was just getting past that second round, getting that eighth win mm-hmm. finally. Um, but yeah, again, going back to that Lightning team and what they had to face. They had to face one of the highest talented, most high-paid teams in the Leafs, the New York Rangers and the New York market, that boogeyman, the team that was literally the best team in the NHL regular season this year. The Avs had to face who was on Edmonton's second line. Can you name any of the guys? Exactly. Yeah, like, I mean, Connor. I was going to say, you can name McDavid. Yeah, well, McDavid seemed more (laughs) interested. Andrew Kane, you got them. McDavid seemed more interested in what's going on out in Edmonton after the series than what's been going on, uh, what was going on in that series. Because the Avs made McDavid disappear. I mean, they did for, for times in that series. And that's a good sign because Nikita Kucherov is, like, on that level as well. Mm-hmm. Big thanks to Kel McCarr and Devon Taze on making McDavid go away. Yeah, and, and you look at some of the Avs' depth, too. I think Josh Manson actually had a really good series besides game one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think that the Avs kind of checking lines did a really good job on, on the uh, Edmonton forwards. But, yeah, overall, like, it was just such a dominant series from the Avs. Like, there's really not much to speak of against Edmonton. Like, again, I think the Avs' biggest challenge this playoff was really just the boogeyman. Like you said, like, they've walked through this postseason, and the only shame of it all is that they've had a couple guys get injured, which mm-hmm. makes me say I'm so glad the Avs have had this break because less of a chance for injury. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Tampa Bay now has had a pretty good break since that uh, game six of the Eastern Conference Final, too. So both of these teams are going to have to face, you know, a longer break between games than, you know, they face normally in the regular season, maybe besides once or twice. Let's talk about something that we talk about here a lot when it comes to Denver sports, the altitude. 5280, you come in here. And now you have to do that coming from Tampa Bay. I don't know. The elevation of Tampa, what, five feet? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe five feet. Maybe three. Their stadium's going to be underwater by the end of 2030. they got to get this cup in. Honestly, you know what? If Tampa wins this cup, I won't feel as bad because I'll know the Avs will have a hockey team that can play in their arena in 2030, (laughs) and the the Tampa Bay Lightning will not be able to play in their own. But, yeah, no, seriously. you know, I, I've been at Nuggets workouts all week, talking mm-hmm. to some of the rookies that come in and, and, and try to make a case to be drafted by the Nuggets. And every single guy goes, huh, man, they weren't lying about that altitude. And, you know, there is, there is that factor. And, again, these are the NBA guys. These are, like, the most in-condition guys you could possibly yeah. be. And, of course, the NHL guys are, are in that condition as well. But it's going to have an effect. And where I think it's going to have an effect is a place where we haven't seen the Avs, and that's in a multiple overtime, a a long, long game. The Avs have not gotten in one of those deep games that you normally see postseason games go into. I think the Lightning have had a multiple overtime game, um, and there have been multiple overtime games all across the playoffs, but if they have a multiple overtime game in Colorado, advantage Avs. And that's a huge thing because I wouldn't say that in Tampa because I think the Lightning have that experience and the Avs mm-hmm. don't. But because of the altitude, I think it just it flips some things. And then there's another Denver aspect, too, of this. Hit me. It has been so hot here lately. And yes. I am kind of worried a little bit about the ice. We saw some of this during the St. Louis series. Mm-hmm. There were other factors during the St. Louis series, particularly the, the Nuggets were still playing. Mm-hmm. So they had to change out the arena. There have been a lot of changes at this arena the last few days. There, were, there was a concert last Friday. The Mammoth played on Saturday. I think there's been enough time now until you know tomorrow, Wednesday, to get the ice back to good condition. Uh, but Tampa's more used to playing on poor ice mm-hmm. surfaces because it's always hot and humid in mm-hmm. Tampa. Yeah, no joke. We definitely did see that in the St. Louis series. And it was something I had actually not even noticed until Jake pointed out that it was super hot today in that on that game day. And I was like, oh, you're right. That does have an effect. And it's been hitting the hundreds here in Denver. So it's definitely hot. But I want to get into a little bit of Broncos talk because Mace was out at mandatory minicamp yesterday and he has an update. Take a listen. It was a big day for the defense, in particular a big day for the front seven. Three of Russell Wilson pa- Wilson's passes deflected or batted down at the line of scrimmage. One was by Mike Purcell, one was by Bradley Chubb, and one was by D.J. Jones. Good day for the defense, but there were some moments for the offense. Russell Wilson did a nice job looking off the safeties to set up a pass to Albert O. Guabanon looked off the safety, generated some separation for Albert O. Made a play downfield, would have been a big play under game conditions. Also of note, continue to see competition at guard. Natani Muti, Dalton Reisner, Quinn Miners, all splitting time at the guard spots. Muti 
playing left guard and right guard, Miner's right guard, Reisner left guard. Also, bad news for the Broncos, wide receiver Tyree Cleveland left practice, last play, appeared to suffer a knee injury, was carted back to the main building and then was helped back inside after the play. And of course, Melvin Gordon was back, not with the first team, but he was back and he was working after sitting out all of OTAs. That's all for today. More tomorrow. Take care. And we now are joined by Will Peterson. What's Will, up? how are you? I'm doing well. You know, we uh, we joked with DMAC yesterday. <laughs> we are for real in like a plethora of five to seven thousand dollar seats right now. So maybe we should that. just stow away like the next 31 hours. You know, get some sleeping bags in here. Yeah, and our best way to uh, get a good seat for the final. I know you'll be here with DMAC tomorrow night, but. I'm envious. There's a there's a buzz in here right now. There's a buzz. There's a lot of excitement, just like we have when we have Trivia Tuesday. James Merlot also joining us. We'll bring him in here. How are you both feeling about trivia for today? Well, I love that the way this looks on screen right now is that <laughs> James is one camera shot and way bigger than Rachel, Will, and I. We have to share three, so the boss gets his own camera, and we're just sharing That's right. this camera. That's right. Yeah, I can't hear James. I don't have headphones. So, James, I'm just going to chirp you, and uh, you can chirp back, and I'm not going to be able to hear any of it. I love it. I, don't, I, I would well, never talk trash about Will, ever, ever. That's not something I would do. What he said. He says he would never talk trash about you. So we'll see. (laughs) This is a perfect time for James. But I'm going to pull up trivia now. How is everyone feeling? James, how are you feeling about this? Well, I don't know the topic. So it depends on the topic. I assume we're doing avalanche lightning. Is that a safe assumption? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling okay. Here we go, everybody. If you are at home watching, maybe you're in the office on a coffee break, enter in this pin at Kahoot, K-A-H-O-O-T dot I-T, and join us. Come hang out. Come play. Come test your knowledge. This is one of my favorite days of the week. I love getting to hear these guys to kind of add a little bit of test to them as well. So please come hang out with us. Join. (laughs) Not Will Peace joining us. Wow. Someone's trolling me hard. If they do well, I'm just going to take uh, credit for not Will P. I wonder who not Will P could be. Yeah. Timo's back. I like that. I, I believe Timo. Timo, thanks for hanging out week. with us. Yep. Yes, keep it coming. We want to hang out with everybody. Questions are ranging again from easier to a little more difficult. I hope I improved my trivia hosting skills. Also, with this new coffee break shot, I'm really struggling to get my face in it. Like it was fine when it was big, but you look at it now and. Uh, you're doing to scoot over really a little just for you. See the side of my face. All right, yeah. keep it coming. Keep joining. Again, kahoot.it and enter in the pin that you see at the top of your screen. You can also use the QR code on there. We'll get ready here in just a few seconds. Producer Tommy joining. Look at that. Producer Tommy joining. We loving it. I'm surprised Richie's not here. I know they were talking mad game the other day. All right, so Rachel, remind us of our theme today. So it's Avalanche Lightning. Some questions involving both teams, some just involving playoff games and everything like that. So feel confident, get excited. All right, no, I. I feel I like just more of the pressure. Brandon yeah. Stokely is joining us, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not sure if it's actually B. Stoke. Actually, is James? Are you filling in for Stoke today? I am. I'm. I was just going to say, I'm 13 minutes away from filling in for Brandon Stokely, so I'm guessing. 
this is somebody just you know being an imposter but who knows maybe he's on his way back to town and thought i gotta do trivia i like it i like it all right we ready to do this though let's do it avalanche lightning here, I can hold the mic if you right, want right. to. Yeah, we can we can trade off here. What was the Avs record against Boy. the Lightning this season? Oh, that's actually a really good it's, one. An interesting It's not start. good when you don't know the answer I'm to question go with one. The, that's not a good way to start. safe play, I guess. I went with the safe play, too. James goes, it's not good when you don't know the opening question. How did none of us Total guess. Up? Oh, wow. wow. 0 for 6. Nobody. All right. So they won in Tampa because obviously have, they played yep. one here, one there. They, All right. That's a good omen for games three and four. How have none of us heard Go that ahead, stat up till now? None of us have heard that stat up till now, which is crazy, but I haven't. I haven't come They won in a so shootout, good ladies good and gentlemen, so get exciting. All, All right. right. Next one. What Ooh, former wow. Av has a son currently playing for the Lightning? All right. This one I know. No clue. <laughs> James goes. Absolutely no clue. None. <laughs> I think I know. This, is, who it this is. is just a guessing game. I know this from my fantasy hockey. I've drafted him before. It is one Cal, Cal Foot. Cal yes. Foot. Oh, very nice. Yep. Playing Halifax in junior. Am I gonna become that guy? The guy that goes where they play in junior. You didn't even know he played for the Lightning, so I don't think you can pull I the followed him, I followed him in junior, not in the <laughs> NHL. What can I say? The Avs captured their second four-game sweep in the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs. How many other teams in NHL in NHL history have done so? Excuse me. Two four-game sweeps in one playoffs? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Ooh, my questions. We're good this round, everybody. How many people have done it in junior, Jake? To find this. I guess the question... <laughs> Uh, James asked, how many people have done it in juniors? <laughs> I don't think they play best of seven in juniors games. <laughs> Fourteen other teams have done that. Man, Tommy, move Tommy. it up. Tommy's on the Google machine. <laughs> Tampa Bay finished eighth in the NHL standings this season. True or false? NHL or Eastern Conference? NHL. Yeah, that's, that's mm. the tricky part of this NHL. One. Yeah, I know they weren't the eighth seed in the East, but if you did everyone's points, could they have gotten the eighth most points? Maybe. Checks out to me. I don't Potentially. know. Potentially. Yeah. Getting better at this whole trivia questions. God. Let's go. We did the logic. True. All right, true or false. But I knew they were good. I didn't know they were. They were. Jared Bednar was called a Kendall this year. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I finally got. I finally got one right. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad everyone remembered that moment. Wow. All right. True or false? Kel McCarr has played in 49 NHL playoff games. Oh, man. You start doing some math. I know. That's a good point. second round, three years in a row. How many of those has he played in? Yeah. True. 49 playoff games, and it's only the beginning. I mean, it's crazy because he literally was playing for a national title for UMass like three years ago. Yep. He's already played more NHL playoff games than a lot of guys play in their career. Absolutely. Yep. That's what makes the stat just phenomenal. It's only the beginning for Kale McCarr. There have been four Hart Trophy winners between the Avs and Lightning. Who does not belong? 
also for everybody playing at home with us. Thank you so much. Trivia Tuesday. We love having you all hang out with us. Probably Hashik. I didn't know Dominic he probably Hashik didn't win MVP. The Lightning. So I thought I Hashik, and then I selected Forsberg. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't remember Forsberg winning the heart. All right. 2001, I think it was Forsberg. I think he won at that. I think In he was 2001, yeah, James was correct. All so. right. The Avalanche took the Campbell Bowl back to the locker room after they beat the Oilers. True or false? This one I knew. I reported this on the drive. How did I not look over and cheat off you? <laughs> what am I doing? You better lock something in. False. Go. They did not take it back to the locker room. They said, eh, we don't need that. That can go back to wherever it came from. Both teams touched the trophies, by the way. Both teams did touch the trophies. James, thanks so much this for hanging out. How'd you do this week? Terrible. This game is a lot less fun when I don't win. James says this game is a lot less fun when I don't win. I, All I'm right, Will coming in in number three, Tommy number two, and not Will P coming in at yes. number one. Congratulations, you and James now lead the podium of Trivia Tuesday. Thanks everybody so much for hanging out, James. Have fun with Zach. We appreciate you hopping on. Yep, James, you did. Thanks for having congrats me. Congrats on not even making the podium. <laughs> All right, there it is. Well, we'll we'll keep you now since you're in here. Oh, you can see me again. We're back here. The three of us, the digital team for DenverFan.com. Again, thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Will, what are you most excited about for today? Uh, I I think today just makes it feel that much more real, right? Like the Lightning landed last night. They will skate today on the ball arena ice. The Avs will go first. The Lightning will go second. They'll meet with the media here in Denver. Mm -hmm. Just the anticipation can uh, really ramp up, and I am so glad, so glad. We're not sitting here talking about Game 7 Lightning Rangers because we wouldn't even be here right now. This series wouldn't start till Saturday. Media Day would have been Thursday or Friday. Like, we are just – we are raring to go, and honestly, I I am just glad that series went six. I, I'm glad it's done because tonight being game seven would have made the Avs wait just feel that much longer. True. But who opponent-wise would you have been more confident in? See, I think it's dangerous to root for an opponent. Mm-hmm. I really do. Uh, the 1996 Broncos rooted for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. And they lost. Look what happened there. They went on to win two Super Bowls after that, but they also um, thought they would just roll over the Jaguars. I think there was a sense among Az fans, oh, we'll take care of the Rangers, no problem, and the, the big, bad, scary lightning. Of course, on paper, you'd rather play the Rangers, but at the same time, the Avs are 12-2 and in the playoffs. And what I watched in the Eastern Conference Finals looked like a totally different game to me than what the Avs and Oilers played. It looked slow. It looked boring. boring, if we want to use that word. I agree with that word. I'm not saying the Avs are going to dance circles around the Lightning, but the Avs might dance circles around the Lightning. Jake, hot take right there. Are you? What are you thinking? I mean, he's going to oh, melt the ice down there. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, look at this. get ready. Copyright crew. It's We've got D-Mac. Crew. D-Mac showing up. You guys made it here for coffee break. Yes. This is so exciting. Come on, Scrappy <laughs> Look at this. D-Mac hanging out with us, too. You got the digital team over at DeverFan.com. We're all excited to be down here. But to be honest, I'm surprised we're not seeing more people in here as we're only 15 minutes away from skate, right? You know, everybody from Quebec and Newfoundland must be having breakfast downstairs still or something. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, But let's go back to this hot take about Will saying 
house could possibly dance around the lightning. You know, yes no? I think that the Avalanche play a faster game than the lightning. <laughs> but I do think the lightning have a really strong system. They're really fundamentally sound. They v- make very few mistakes. And the mistakes they do oftentimes get swallowed up by Vasilevsky. Right. Um, so when I say, hey, the lightning might, you know, get skated in circles around by the avalanche. You know what? I look at it kind of like soccer and I'm a hockey guy, so I hate to do this, but you know, the abs might possess the puck more, but I think the quality of chances almost might end up being the same. And I struggle to think that when the recipe to win a Stanley cup for all of history has been good goaltending and opportunistic scoring, all of a sudden this year, it's going to be the abs are going to put up five against the lightnings three, and there's going to be a race to five every night. I still think it's going to be a slower game than what we've seen from the abs because this is the toughest opponent they've played thus far. It's a fair point, but the abs have also defined expectations in every round thus far. I mean, they just played an 8-6 game one of the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. You don't play 8-6 hockey games in a Final Four scenario, and the Avalanche did it, and Rachel, you reported it. They didn't even come out for the three stars after that game. They were, they were so pissed. mad. So they scored eight goals, and they were mad. That tells you the mindset of this team. Any other team scored eight goals would be jumping up and down because that would be the most they scored all year. And for mm-hmm. the Avalanche, it was like, well, we scored eight, but we gave up six. So... Jake, you're dipping into the traditional well. Nothing about these playoffs has been traditional. So why would the cup final be traditional? Why can't the Avs do it one more round and score five, six goals a game like they have in every single round and win this series in five games by winning games six to two, six to four, five to three? It's a tall task because of Vasilevsky. I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. But who had success in the goal against the Avs in these playoffs? Connor Ingram for like a half a period. Jordan Bennington in game two, but that was their worst game out of the 14. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're 12-2. and two. No goalie has found success. So Vasilevsky is better. But is he good enough to stop the best offense on earth? That's what we're about to find out. Oh, man, you're giving me goosebumps right now, Will. We can all agree, though, we don't anticipate a sweep here. No, I, I think it's – listen – they could win in triple overtime in game seven, and I'd be happy. Like, we're we're past the style points phase. Oh, yeah. We're past the, oh, we want them to do it convincingly phase. Like, I don't care at all. So, no, I'm not predicting a sweep mm-hmm. by any stretch, but would I be just as happy if they swept them as they won in seven in triple OT? Of course. And mind you, the last time they played a Florida team in the Stanley Cup final was 1996, and they swept that series in triple overtime in Florida. Although well, one makes me a lot more nervous if it's a Game 7 triple overtime than maybe just a Game 4 sweep. Let's just say that because I need to keep my hair, okay, everyone? Yeah, well, and you know the thing I would say about that is I think the style points come from playing the Lightning in itself, right? Like they're going against the back-to-back reigning champs. In terms of historical context and saying this championship is so great when we look at this in five years, if the Avs do indeed hoist Lord Stanley's Cup, we're going to be saying they took on the team of the era and they won if they do indeed win. So there are the style points. In terms of do I think they're actually going to sweep? No. I think uh, the Avs are going to win probably in, in six games makes the most sense to me. I hope they do it in five so we can see it here on home ice. But you know, I, I also sit here and go, I don't know. The Avs might not lose a game, and I get Twitter interaction every time I say the Avs are going to sweep. So I'm going to keep saying the Avs are going to sweep because it's good for the Menchies, baby. <laughs> okay, real quick, I, I want to talk about another team that plays in here. That's the Denver Nuggets. I know it's offseason and everything, but they had a trade yesterday. So let's real quick grade this trade. Yeah, I mean, the reality is J. Michael Green was the, the trade piece who left. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I was joking about the Greens during the playoffs because both J. Michael and Jeff were, were worthless, let's be honest. Um, listen, if you can get draft capital and turn it into more draft capital, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But shedding salary could potentially be a great thing, and that's what they did in this trade. And I'm not worried about the Cronkies luxury tax bill. I'm in their building, so maybe I should be careful saying that. But I am worried about you've got three max players and you still need more pieces. So mm-hmm. where can those mid-level exceptions be used to give Jokic more help than, than say, Austin Rivers provides or, or even – well, Barton, you know, we'll see if he's the next to go provide. So from that standpoint, I'm okay with it. It's not like there's a lot of J. Michael Green jerseys around town that people are going to have to get rid of because mm-hmm. there was about six in production. Well, you know, Nikola Jokic said he wanted to play with J. Michael Green for the rest of his career. So Nikola Jokic is his biggest fan. But, no, this, this trade wasn't that big of a deal in terms of giving up J. Michael Green uh, as D-Mac joins us again. Well, it's almost over. Uh, <laughs> well, break, is. Yeah, well, it's almost it over. Get your creamer ready. What, what, uh, um, Michael, what, what, any thoughts on the Nuggets trade? I like Shane Michael. He's a good dude, man. But, you know, they're going to try to get some better defenders out on the wing. So he's got to go because he's an inside guy. And they got Zeke Naji coming to the house. Another Zeke Naji guy. The Nuggets did save $36 million, by the way, because of the tax bill. So, yes, this was about tax. They got a first-round pick back for a first-round pick they trade in the future. Um, they like a lot of pick. Yeah, they like a lot of guys between 25 and 40 in this draft. They've got two picks around there. And uh, they got two second-round picks for the future and a trade exception. So some assets to trade for the future. Uh, in nerdy terms, basically the Nuggets got two role players yesterday, future role players that we don't know about yesterday, uh, in, for the future that we don't know their names yet. So as D-Mac do you just want my chair? I can just move. I'm so excited you guys are here. I put my mustache We're up excited. yesterday. Yeah. Girlfriend hated it. We're excited to be oh, here. We hope you guys are super excited about the Stanley today. Cup final. D-Mac's excited for free lunch. We're all excited to be here. We're back here tomorrow morning oh, yeah. at Ball Arena for Coffee Break. For sure you come hang out with us. Thank you, everybody, so much. And we will see you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to fall. I'm going to fall. I got you. I got you. I got you. I really am going to fall. Okay. <laughs>